All right, we've got bowl matchups to go over. As you know, ACC football is in full swing come the end of December, and we've got some teams that are making their way to various locations. So AJ Black, Locked on Boston College, is in the building to go over that with us today. Let's get into it. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? AJ Black in the building, and it, of course, is Wednesday, so you know we've got some great ACC football content to go over. AJ, I hope you've had a great start to your week. I mean, great is kind of subjective. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, guess, I heard that the Boston College thing was a little dicey over there on the on the court. Oh, yeah, I'm glad that you've agreed to let me talk about football so I can stay away from basketball for a little bit. Because I was feeling all cocky last week after BC beat Notre Dame. Yeah. And uh, they went out and they looked absolutely atrocious against Albany. And hey, we get the 10-1, and one, or they're struggling too, but 10-1 and one Wake Forest next week. That's going to be interesting it's gonna be a great time and you know i always say it's the start of the season everyone's figuring themselves out but how do you beat a notre dame who just beat by proxy who was the team that they just kentucky Kentucky, and then you lose to an albany like that just makes you stressed that's uh that's just college basketball for you it's crazy and kentucky beat albany by like 25 or something like that you know it's like circular percent circular but if you listen to monday or tuesday show make sure you guys listen to some of that hoop action that we talked about men's and women's we went over but all things aj is all things football for you so i want to get into bowl games today of course we're going in chronological order and we're already talking about boston college so we might as well keep this thing rolling on december 27th the eagles will play east carolina shout out to the pirates at 2 30 on espn in the military bowl i'm feeling good about that one. I don't know about you, but I think that it should be a great opportunity to see some of the young guys maybe step up because I don't think that uh, all of your starters will have to play the full game. No offense. <laughs> you really, you really feel co- that confident about it, huh? <laughs> I, I want you to watch film. If you ever get a chance, just watch some highlights of this season. Great defense. Uh, I, I, my my <laughs> co-writer on BC Bulletin has wrote yeah. about it and said, as long as Phil Dracovic is healthy, BC is going to smoke him. Yeah. Um, so that, but that's a big question, right? Cause as we saw against that's Wake true. Forest about six weeks ago, or not six weeks ago now, but it'll be six weeks ago when the game hits, Dracovic did not look completely healthy. Now he at press conferences has said he's feeling much, much better. Halfly, you know, praise, but media availability and what they say at media things are always kind of got to yeah. parcel out what, what they're actually saying. But yeah. I do, I do agree that, that, that's the, that's the big case there. If Dracovic is healthy, if he can stay on his feet and and be able to throw the ball like he wants to. And he's going to have, you know, there's no one from Boston College sitting out. They're going to have Zion Johnson. You're going to have Alec Lindstrom and Zay Flowers. They should be in good shape. And, you know, ECU gets credit, and rightfully so, for sticking with some of the good teams that they play against. Now, they got smoked yeah. by Cincinnati, but they also they, – they hung with Memphis. They hung with some other teams. But they also – as much as they hung with the good teams, they also let bad teams hang with them. Yep. So they, they're there. It's kind of both sides of the coins with ECU. And I, I think this will be a great game for Boston college to prove that 
they're better than a six and six team that they're better than that record shows because everyone just keeps pointing that and they're like, Oh, Boston college is six and six team. It's like, yo, their first round draft pick quarterback was out with a broken wrist for eight games and came back with it at like 30%. Yeah. So, this is not reflective of what this team can and can't do. So I think it's a good way to shut up the haters and get Boston College their seventh win of the season. True. Like, I totally agree about ECU. They absolutely are a team that can play down to competition and they can play up, but only to a point for others because they should have absolutely won the game against Houston. It was like a four hour game because of the like lightning delay or something like that. And it came down mm-hmm. the final couple plays. They weren't able to deliver. And then you saw they were beating Cincinnati the first half of the game. And then slowly but surely, Cincinnati reminded them that they are the number one four team in the country for a reason, potentially in the college football playoffs finals, if they can, you know, end up getting them a spot. But yes, I agree. I think it's going to be all things Boston college would, Great to see seven win seasons, especially for a coach like Coach Halfley, who is really just still making a name for himself in our conference, but he's doing well. And like I think you can't take away from him the kind of season he's had with what he's had to deal with in the past two years he's been here. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it was a crazy season, and you don't want to like you don't want to make excuses because that's what Steve Adazio was was really good at with Boston College, but it was a really weird year. And, yeah. you know, chalk it up as, you know, this is a once one time thing and you get Jakovic back and it looks like Zay's going to probably be back and you run that team back and with them healthy, I think you're in much better shape in 2022. Has Zay said anything about whether or not he wants to return or nope. rumors? Nope. Okay. The, uh, Phil said at, at a press conference this week that he's saying everything that he can to get Zay Flowers back. <laughs> Smart. My thought, and I said it on Locked on BC. Mm-hmm. If Zay Flowers was going, you know, he's a team player, but there's a piece of me that thinks this might be more of it to the, than this. That huh. if he was going to actually enter the NFL draft, would he be playing in the military bowl? No. Why I don't would think you? he would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no. why would you risk blowing your knee out, which he did, almost did against UMass? You yeah. know, why would you risk that and risk millions of dollars? for the military bowl. So I just, I just don't see it. I think he's, I think he's coming back. I think he's got one more year left in him. Yeah. You know, I think that as a receiver, we're pretty much prone to having them be very into themselves. So if he really was just about <laughs> making sure he was good for the draft, I don't see him wanting to participate in a game against ECU, but you never know. All right. On yeah. to the serve pro first responder bowl, which I think you have to take a shot every time, you know, you make up a bowl on one of these bad boys. It's clear that they just put anything out here. Air Force will play Louisville at 315 on ESPN. And on that Tuesday as well, we'll have the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Goodness gracious. UCLA will play NC State. I think that Louisville will have an easy win. NC State, not so sure. I think only because of the fan, lack of fandom. You know, Pac travels well, you know, on the East Coast, but not sure if they'll make the journey all the way out to San Diego, California. It, it, that's, I mean, looking at the ACC bowl lineup, the Liberty bowl going to being able to go to uh, San Diego is one of the most attractive destinations. Yeah. Any, I mean, like between like, sure. like, would you want to go there? Or do you want to go to Fenway park? I mean, <laughs> in the middle of January. I, I've been to a B. I went to a BC okay, Boston, game. man. <laughs> I went to a BC hockey game at Fenway park in the middle yeah. of January and I'm a New Englander, and I thought my bones – like I thought I was going to freeze out there. It was the <laughs> coldest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. It's miserable. Like the, the Northeast Bowl games, the Pinstripe Bowl, the Fenway Bowl, I mean, 
God bless. Like I, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of any of those games and I'm just glad BC is actually a little Southern, Southern, South of that in Maryland, yeah. which is still going to be really cold, but Absolutely. you get San Diego. Yeah. That is, that is primo right there. But I was looking at one of the bowl games that we just mentioned mm-hmm. and it's, it's Louisville and, and um, air force, air force. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things I do during bowl season, when you look at these like middle, you know, bowl games, the games that don't really, um, like excite a lot of people. Sure. Like when you're picking, if you're going to go on bet online and make a, a, a wager on one of these games, I always look at all the factors outside of their play hmm. and dictating who's going to win and who wants it more. And whenever it is a service Academy against a team like Louisville that fired their president, fired their AD, the team is a complete mess right now. Um, which I'm not the team, but the whole program, the whole schools seems to be in turmoil. Yeah. And I, you know, Satterfield's done a good job of kind of hedging the storm, but it seems like there's something going on in Louisville and a team like air force that runs that triple option that runs that ball control against a team like Louisville, who, if you get them out of sync and fall apart real fast, I I like air force in this game. I think air force can Hmm. really muck it up so that, um, Malik Cunningham can't really get into any sort of rhythm that they can't get those explosive plays. And I, I like air force in this game. That's a great you know point in terms of all the chaos that's going around. Cause we'll see of course, coaching changes and different 80 hires and what have you. So I'm very fair to say that. Well, with NC state, pretty much everything's, you know, everything, nothing's yep. really turned to play. And a lot of people have already committed to returning. So as long as everyone just stays healthy in the bowl game and doesn't have to see any sort of long-term injury coming into the fall, I really feel like this is just a testament to where NC state might be going. I have, I'm not even going to say that they are my ACC favorite, but they're close. Like they, they're, they could convince me if I'm going to kick off next fall, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to hold you and say, I'm not going to pick NC state, but they're going to be Boston college is not going to be that far off. (laughs) I mean, but NC state has a lot of talent returning. As you just said, you know, you got Devin Leary, you got all those studs on defense coming back. I like them in this game too. I think they're a well-disciplined team. I think UCLA, um, they've had their moments this season, but I don't think they're as consistent as NC State. I think NC yeah. State can put together a nice game, clean game plan. They don't have any of that outside issue, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with the favorite. I'll go with the Wolf Pack in that game. No doubt. Well, guys, bowl season is here, and Locked On ACC has all of the teams that we're going to go over for this conference. We want to make sure you guys are locked and loaded and ready to go. I've been telling you about prize picks, and if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to college football action, prize picks makes college basketball more exciting as well. But for now, I want you guys to be in complete bowl season mode. If college prize picks is the leader in college sports daily fantasy, it offers more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world. Prize picks even allows mixed sport entry. So while you're cheering for your basketball team, as we know, the ACC hoops is in full swing. You can also cheer for your squad as they head to their nearest or head to their bowl game. So use the award-winning app on both App Store and Google Play. Injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Choose prizepicks.com by using promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, this is it the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. 
To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Right now, you can get their end-of-year sale. They're offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. Again, that's netsuite.com slash NCAA. Now we're here with AJ Black going over the bowl games of the season. We already got you covered for Monday and Tuesday, but then you got Wednesday, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Okay, a little burr, a little freezing. SMU will play Virginia at 11 a.m., bright and early. So once you are all done with those December, the Tuesday bowls, you can catch the Fenway Bowl. The pinstripe bowl between Maryland and Virginia will start at 2.15. And then the Cheez-It Bowl, yum. Clemson versus Iowa State at 5:45. So a full slate of football. Not that you had any other plans on December 29th, but AJ, how are we feeling about these matchups? Because they're different, right? They're not something we usually see, but I think that's yep. the beauty of bowl season. So when I go to my rule, my rule of picking a game, you yeah. know, the team that has less like upheaval. First of all, you get Virginia and SMU, both who have new head coaches. So that kind yes. of throws that all out. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't make that decision. Brennan Armstrong is coming back at least to play the game. Um, mm-hmm. He's, and it sounds like he's going to come back next year. It sounded like he was saying that like, he's not going to answer the transfer portal. If he comes back, he's going to come back to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Now uh, my, my looking at that game, it's again, going to be at Fenway park. It's going to be, uh, it's 11 o'clock starts. So it could be a little warmer than maybe we expect, but it's still be cold. It's, it's Boston. Yeah. Um, it, the big piece for me, is that is that Virginia offense against SMU's defense? SMU averaged 429 yards allowed per game. They were 201st in the country. Mm. Um, and that's not, that number doesn't make sense. Wait. <laughs> okay, they're, they're they're bad. Let's just say that. I'm looking it's at good. Like, it's, it's all good. Right? It's all um, good. But that that to me strikes as a major issue here. Yeah. And you know, it'll be two new, you know, interim coaches. So you could throw all that out. I, I like Virginia in this game. I think that Armstrong will be able to do some things, but it'd probably be a closer one than many expect. Well, Virginia's even a little bit close. See, I thought you were going to go complete, not X's and O's here. Virginia's a little bit closer to the north. SMU, I was going to say that too. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. But Dallas yeah. does get snow now. Dallas does get cold. I will not hold y'all. It does get a little chilly it, down there. You know, using the score <laughs> app, that was screwing up my, my my train of thought. I had that in my brain. I was like, Dallas is closer to the south. It's warmer there. They're going to struggle. Yeah, they're going to absolutely struggle. Maryland and Virginia Tech, you know, the Hokies are with a new coach too. Coach Pry will definitely have his work cut out for him as Maryland is looking to have, you know, a much better end to their very rocky up and down season as usually it goes over there in the Big Ten. But I don't know. I'm feeling good about the Hokies confidence-wise. I think that they're trying to – figure out what's what. But as you mentioned, and you know, certainly convinced me, it's hard when you're starting out new, you don't really know the coach that well, and you're trying to figure out how to put all the pieces together in a very short amount of time. Yeah, that, that could be tough. However, I will say that <laughs> I, I agree with you. I like Virginia tech because, and I, and I have to make this joke only because, and I'm being, I'm self-aware that I'm doing it as a Boston college fan of a team that finishes seven, five every year or six and six. <laughs> Maryland is perennially a six and six team. They never get any better than that. They never get much worse. It's so 
there's two six and six teams. I like Virginia Tech in this game. I think mm. they've got a little bit more juice in them. I think, you know, Maryland has Tua's brother. Um, yep. I don't know. I haven't really gotten a chance to watch him because I don't particularly care to watch Maryland football. But <laughs> I, I just, just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a honk here. I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech. <laughs> Love that cheese and bowl. Clemson and Iowa State. Clemson to me, you know, despite not having Coach Tony Elliott, who is now at Virginia, there it seems that they have upgraded with some internal hires, making people offensive defensive coordinators with Brett Venables leaving as well. This is our first opportunity to see if nothing really changes for the Tigers. And I think that's important because everyone's trying to, you know, convince them it's their downfall. And, you know, Dabo Sweeney loves a good sob story. So, of course, you're going into Iowa State and Cyclones feeling like, dang, I hate it had to be y'all. But I'm feeling like Tigers are going to handle this. Yeah. I mean, Clemson started playing really good at the end of the year. So I'm going to make a really quick pick here because I need to rant about something. (laughs) Clemson's going to win. I like I like what they've been able to do at the end of the year. Yeah. But I am not a fan at all of what Dabo just did with his coaching staff because I, I get that you want to, um, you know, reward the guys that have been there, but he's just hot. It, it, it strikes me as incredibly uh, complacent to just inc- like continue to add the same guys. You're just going to get yes men now. He's not getting any mm. new voices in the room. And that's when that's when complacency happens. That's when issues start because remember his defense stunk at Clemson before he went to Oklahoma and brought vet Brent Venables in. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure, like, you know, he's still going to recruit top notch guys. I just think it's a really big risk. And I know he, I realize you want to, it, it's great that you can do that programmatically, but I also worry that that could be a major issue. And I know a lot of other people have said the same thing that if Clemson doesn't, like look for new voices, new guys that can challenge Dabo. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be the same voices heard over and over again. And that's when issues happen. That's why a team like Alabama, they yeah. are successful because look who's walked through that door. Brett Bielema, um, Lane Kiffin, Bill mm-hmm. O'Brien, um, Steve Sarkeesian. You've had, mm-hmm. I mean, you could go down the list on both sides of the ball. They had different yeah. voices all the time. And, and you know, Nick Saban runs everything, but it kind of changes things. And, it adds a complexion to the team. Yeah. I, I just, you know, knocking a guy up a, a peg, it, it basically means you're keeping status quo. And that's when issues start to leak in and that things don't change it. And no, you don't have new eyes to see things and fix things when things happen. So I wanted to yeah. go on a little rant here for a second. No, I 100% agree. I'm also curious as to why more of them did not go with the, you know, the Tony Elliott's or Brett Venables. I feel like that's a documentary rating, waiting to be uncovered. You know, I don't know. I, I hated Brent Venables. He had, he had, and it's not to get into the, the the political stuff, but he hired that scumbag yeah. from Baylor as his offensive coordinator. Yeah, and then he hired um, Ted Roof as his defensive coordinator. I don't know what he's doing. I don't like either of the. I mean, the guy from Baylor's fine. Uh, the mm-hmm. you know he. I mean, Wikium. If you want to hear what yeah. he did, um, yeah, he'll be fine offensively. But Ted Roof, ugh. I mean. <laughs> I love, I like, love like the very Why don't you bring AJ. someone from your system with you, not Ted yeah. Roof, who stunk yeah. at Georgia Tech? <laughs> A hundred percent agree with that one. Oh my goodness. Okay. I want to make sure we get them all in Thursday. We have the Duke's Mayo Bowl and the Peach Bowl. And we're going to talk about this. Why it's so dull and boring. At, and I want to make sure I get my little rant on, but I'm going to remind you guys that if you have not yet 
got covered for all of your betting action. You're missing out on Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. I'm telling you, if you're feeling good about some of these bowl games, or maybe you just want to start a little fun, you want to have a beginner's luck where you're talking about Virginia and SMU, who's closer to the north, that kind of way to go. That's how you put your money down. Hey, I'm strongly encouraging you here. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is where the game starts. You can head on over to betonline.ag. Now, let me tell you about why you get the best of both worlds because you've had the opportunity to get in on this Built Bar action. Yes, they are delicious and they're healthy. So many flavors. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that really gets you going start to finish. Love their different powders. Love their marshmallowy treats with the Built Bar Puffs. They are so good and they're all covered in chocolate. Absolutely delicious. And if you're trying to get right for the holiday season, you don't want to get too far left, strongly encourage you to go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. Wrapping up today's show here with AJ Black and man, oh man, how'd you get into these bowl games? I wanted to make sure I got the Mayo Bowl, the Peach Bowl, Carolina playing Carolina. Now, who you consider Carolina to be, that's up to you and yours when y'all listen. But I know the real Carolina's the one in the North, and I'm being completely biased here. But the Gamecocks tend to call themselves Carolina at times. I've seen the paraphernalia. I understand. Y'all assume y'all are Carolina, but it's the battle. And honestly, we could have got this in September. Right? Like all the hype that we built around North Carolina, I'm pissed that we've settled for a game in Charlotte, no less, and we have to play the game cost. Like, that's lame. 11 30, let's get this thing over with. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just not yeah. here for it. Not going to hold you. <laughs> Keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I want to hear more about this. Continue. <laughs> I just get really frustrated because, again, we talk about recruiting battles and how Mac Brown has done so much better, but. Here we are playing Coach Beamer. I mean, we're not even getting, you know, Beamer ball, right? We're not getting old school Beamer. We're getting the new version, and we're not exactly toe-to-toe. I love that Sam Howell is going to be participating. He's a team guy. He wants to hold it down for his squad. Great. But (laughs) if I could have you for a moment, I would just love if we were able to be in the Peach Bowl. We were playing for something a little more important. But here we are. So I'm just going to hold my tongue, do what we got to do. Playing at 1130 a.m., the crack of dawn. Perfect. So I, I want to get your you're on a roll and I and I I, I want to I'm going to keep feeding into this. So the brothers down south, the South Carolina yes. Gamecocks, they yes. just received a commitment yesterday from Spencer Rattler. What are your thoughts they, on that, Candice? So uh, funny you mentioned that. I am uh, here's the thing about Spencer, right? He had flashes. He had good moments. He had decent moments at Oklahoma. I think he was 75% accuracy when he was at Oklahoma. Not sure why the whole Lincoln thing kind of came undone, but I think Lincoln was coach Lincoln Riley, former head coach was sort of checked out about him. I've seen, I've, well, I've heard things about QB one and how Spencer is not exactly a team guy. He's very much about himself. I don't know how that's going to transpire. The game cost maybe time at Oklahoma humbled him a bit and he's ready to be all in. And I think coach Beamer is definitely, you know, from lineage taught down to teach people how to be all in for your man, your you know fellow man. So maybe that'll be a fresh start, clean eyes and being in the sec. Of course he wants to play with some really good competition. Well, there you have it. All right. All right. I, I, I agree with you. I think I, 
this is the last time I get to this year, I get to pick the Oklahoma game. I mean, not Oklahoma, sorry, North Carolina game with you. And I've been wrong every single week. So <laughs> I, I, I want to pick Oklahoma, but I don't yeah. because I'm afraid that I'm going to pick them. And they, I mean, UNC, my God, I keep talking about Lincoln <laughs> Riley and Spencer Rattler. My brain goes in a different direction. Yeah. For UNC. I'm going to go with them. I, I think Sam Howell has one more big game in him. And he's going to own the Carolinas in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Now, my big question to you, did you see that Duke's Mayo is promising, I think it's $10,000 uh, scholarship, it sounds like, or a donation yeah. if the mm-hmm. coach dumps Mayo on his head? Will Mac Brown do that if he wins? Absolutely not. Mac Brown Absolutely is not, not a team player in that regard. <laughs> Mac Brown is not he a is team player in that regard. Form, right? <laughs> AGA, get over here. I'm going to dump mayo on your head. (laughs) You might see Phil Longo do that bad boy, but you absolutely will not see Mac Brown put any mayo. First of all, I think mayonnaise is disgusting. We can have a conversation about it, but I've, you know, I know I've seen your food choices and we already disagree. What was the one, the chopped liver? What did you eat? It was like, well, you had some oh, you talk about my um chop suey. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Right. I feel like that's like mayonnaise. When, when UNC plays up at BC, I will take <laughs> you out for chop suey, and I will show you why it's not it's as bad. It, it doesn't. It isn't like it isn't garbage food. I swear to God. <laughs> it's a day I will absolutely. I will make a point to come to that game at Carolina when Carolina plays in Chestnut Hill. I will be there, and I will ensure that I get a chop suey sandwich with you. But man, oh man, not feeling that one bit Ugh, just you know what i you know no no shade but it reminds me of mayonnaise and i just can't i can't oh i'm having like i'm having like uh what's it called i'm getting hot already just think about the idea if you're watching youtube channel you already know it's just getting a little uncomfortable but all that to say carolina better win this damn game i'm gonna be pissed because i'm going but i'm going as a fan and i want to enjoy a good game so that's that now moving on to the peach bowl michigan state playing Pittsburgh at 7 p.m. So you got to wait all day for some football, right? But I think that Michigan State, you know, they're, they've they definitely had some bruised games where everyone thought they were great, but it was only a matter of time before they got exposed. They certainly got exposed on multiple facets <laughs> towards the end of the season. Pittsburgh's riding high, got their quarterback, Kenny Pickett. He, I'm pretty sure he's playing the game, last I've heard. Now, how are you feeling about the Panthers going into this, right? They've had a couple changes. Coach Whipple decided he was taking his talents elsewhere. So is it going to be the same Panthers we got the ACC championship? Maybe no, I, but no I, fake I, I like Pitt. I, it, The big thing for me for Pitt is their their rush defense is, is one of the best in the country. They only allow 91.8 yards per game. Obviously, that's what Michigan State does really well. You know, mm-hmm. they rush for over 190 yards per game. If Pitt can control Kenny, Kenneth Walker the third, the Wake Forest transfer, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett should be able to move on that uh, that defense. And this could, you know, I'm not going to call this a blowout special, but I think this is a game Pitt could win easily. It could definitely be a blowout special. I wouldn't be mad at that. But I think that you're right. I, it's absolutely opportunity. What year is Kenneth Smith Walker the third? He's he got is- one more year next year because okay. I just noticed – He's in the Heisman 2022 um, bet online odds. I think he had like okay. 16 to one or something like that. Yeah. So I, I I figured it was something. So he'll have an opportunity to really see him in action. How much he'll play. But I mean, again, Mel Tucker, we're going to see what is worth for a $9.5 million a year coach. How yeah, is he no going kidding. to fare? <laughs> yeah. So 
So that'll definitely be something that we can get excited about. Now, as we also have on the 31st, if you guys are interested in watching the Gator Bowl, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are playing Texas A&M. This is giving me flashbacks to Carolina playing the Aggies last season, but it's we're at the crack of dawn yet again. What is up with these games at bright and early? Then you have the t- <laughs> the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Oh my gosh. I, I, they, they're already going to make players say you're great. I can see it now. You think so? They're going to make them say that. What? Yep. Uh, okay. Frosted Flakes for everyone if you get a win. Washington <laughs> State will play Miami Hurricanes. And starting with the Gator Bowl, I think that the De- Demon Deacons, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be tough for them. <laughs> I don't know if Texas A&M is as pissed off as they were last season when they were number five, felt like they should be a part of the college football playoffs. It's not really the case this year, but they're still an SEC competitive team, and that Wake Forest defense is going to have a long day. Yeah, I mean, the big news, though, this week with Texas A&M is that their starting quarterback entered the transfer portal. Yes. Uh, Matt Calzada, uh, who beat Alabama, uh, right. which was, you know, it seemed like 30% of all starting quarterbacks into the portal. So that and Mike Elko, their defensive coordinator, just left the team to go to Duke. So mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm if i going with my rule of which team has less <laughs> chaos going on, I'm going to go with the Demon Deacons here. Though... Texas A&M's defense strikes me as the type that could cause the same kind of fits against Sam Hartman that Pitt yes. did. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's tough, but I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with my system. I'm going to go with Wake Forest in this game. Wonderful. And then wrapping up for the Washington State Miami Bowl, how are we feeling about Miami and new opportunity for Coach Mario Cristobal? So that's the same issue, right? So we have two <laughs> we have two games uh, in yeah. this bowl series of two teams with new coaches. Washington State, however, has an interim coach that ended up being their head coach. So that's kind of less for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 it, on paper, I want to say Miami's a much more talented team than Washington State. Right. I'm just looking at it on paper. But I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to say Washington State. Again, I'm going to go with my system. They're they've had less upheaval. They have the same coach that they had all season. He's now gotten the, the, the permanent tag while Miami, they, they had the most chaos. I think of any team this off season, you know, right. with the Manny Diaz garbage that they did. And then the Mario Cristobal and the, the news that, that the new news that I saw of <laughs> um, that they cut half of their, or a whole bunch of their faculty mm-hmm. and then paid $90 million to do all this stuff on the off season. So yeah. I'm going to go with Washington State in this game, even though I do think Miami's a better team. I think the I think the Cougars are going to win. Yeah, no doubt. See, I think that ultimately, like when you have all that change, a lot of people are upset. You lose your fan base a little bit. I think that's the biggest issue. You're trying to build back loyalty. You're trying to build back trust. And right now, Miami is struggling with that. So you know, it remains to be seen how hype we can get for this squad. But I'm always here. For the players. That's what I will say first and foremost. Now, AJ, it's always fun to have you here. It's great talking bowl games with you. We got some more news. I'm sure that we'll have who knows who will be in the coaching craziness or who knows who will be in the transfer portal become. But I'm glad to have you at the helm. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you, follow your work? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the uh, host of Locked On Boston College. I've been talking National Signing Day all week. I also talked a little bit about that Albany loss. If you want to hear me get really revved up, uh, you can listen <laughs> that on uh, the Tuesday episode. But I, there's a lot to talk about National Signing Day, so you can check out the podcast. So today's show, we'll have more talk about that. <coughs> Excuse me. You can check out my work at bcbulletin.com. I'm the editor and publisher for Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated. 
I have a live blog up right now for National Signing Day. If you're listening to this Wednesday morning before the signings even happen, I have news up about a BC recruit that no one else has up right now that you're going to want to check out. So check that out. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. Check me out there as well. Whoop. There it is, AJ. Always a pleasure. Kenan, for Candace Cooper and AJ Black, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you follow at Locked on ACC on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We're almost to 1,000 views. You just I mean, it's 1,000 subscribers, I should say, not viewers. 1,000 subscribers. So make sure you go ahead and click that, get there, and it'll just be right on ready and be on good. All right, until next time, guys, have a good one.